Hey, what's going on, y'all? How y'all feeling? Hope you're feeling well. Sorry for the late delay. We had some technical difficulties, but uh, we won't get into all that. I just want to thank you guys for tuning in to the pilot, and now we are at the, I guess you can consider it, you know, the first episode, because the pilot is not considered a first episode. It's considered like a test episode. And since it did so well, you know, we came back. And, uh, you know, and I say we because without me, you guys don't have nothing to listen to. And without my listeners, you guys, I don't have nothing to give back to you to tune into, you know. So let's before we jump right into the title of this episode, which is a three part, maybe four part. Excuse me, guys, I'm battling uh, some sinuses. Y'all know how it is out here with this pollen and stuff. Um... I want to touch base on a few things um if you guys didn't know um disney has officially released the official trailer for the new lion king movie and i saw it a couple of times and i have to say i'm really excited i'm really excited because it took me back to the cartoon you know and i'm excited to see how they're gonna do this you know, it's one of the most anticipated Disney movies and one of the most anticipated movies of the year right now next to Avengers Endgame. Um, any Adams Family fans out there, either from the uh, 60s TV show to the two movies, uh, you know, Adams Family, Adams Family Values, uh, now they're coming out with uh, the Adams Family, a revamped uh, animation movie starring uh oscar isaac from x-men apocalypse star wars the force awakens and the wonderful charlize theron you know her from monster atomic blonde uh the jador commercials so many other movies great actress and chloe grace mortez from the hit remake movie carrie so they'll be in that make sure you check that movie out and uh of course Aretha Franklin's documentary Amazing Grace was released last week uh, actually excuse me two weeks ago on the 5th of April I have yet to check that out I need to check that out uh, so make sure you go check it out as well oh my gosh what else do we have coming out here oh um, Pet Cemetery is coming out uh, I believe it's already out actually um what else is coming out? Oh my gosh, it's slipping my mind, y'all. Forgive me. I hope y'all enjoying the music. A uh, little love, TKO, Teddy Pendergrass. Uh, oh, Sonic the Hedgehog is coming out. Yes, you guys, y'all heard me. Sonic the Hedgehog. I believe it's a mix of live action mixed with the little 3D. Um, that is coming out soon. Uh, there's no date yet, I believe, but you know, you can always Google it and see when it comes out, you know, with technology nowadays, that's how we find stuff, <laughs> you know, uh, oh no, I actually have it right here, November 8th of this year, so we have to wait a ways, but it's gonna be amazing, I'm sure, you know, Sonic is one of my favorites, very old school, very, very funny, uh, excuse me, you guys. 
I said these signages, you know, I keep it real on here. <laughs> I keep it real. Oh my gosh, let's see what else. I think that's it so far. Um, as far as entertainment goes here in the city, we have, uh, of course, you know, Chippendales and Cirque du Soleil shows, but also um, something new that recently came out a few months ago. Excuse me, you guys. Um, if you go to the Las Vegas Motor Speedway, you can either drive a police car and have your friends pretend they're like, you know, up being chased and you're the police or vice versa. It is called Police Chase Las Vegas. No speed trap, no tickets, no jail. The world's only police chase experience. You can book it at policechaselv.com or calling 1-866-PCLV-911. And they're also on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at policechaselv. Drive a real police car at the Las Vegas Motor Speedway, you guys. Alrighty. And just one more thing to add before we get into the episode. Anyone that knows me knows I love music. I have a passion for it. I'm a huge fan of music, of all kinds of music. Over the years I've grown up, I've listened to everything from R&B to pop to rock, hip-hop, house, EDM, um, a little bit of trap, R&B. Um, what else? A little heavy metal, a little grunge, you know, a little bit of everything. You know, that's just me because I'm so eclectic and I grew up with, you know, listening to music between my mother and my father playing playing music and me finding my own path on music and finding out what I like and what works for me and the same thing goes with movies which we'll touch base later on in the season um different kinds of movies and video games and all that good stuff but anyway let's uh let's go into the topic at hand here we're talking about the history of music and we're starting with the 60s and the 70s now those two decades were, in my opinion, next to the Great Depression and the election and re-election of our former president, Barack Obama. The 60s and the 70s were a huge, huge turning point for United States. With the 60s, there was a huge British band from the UK that came to America, and their music revolutionized the music industry as we know it today. And you guys know who I'm talking about, the Beatles. I mean, with frontmans like Paul McCartney and John Lennon, come on, you know. Their songs were mainly about love, pretty much love and relationships. You know, with hit songs like She Loves You, Yeah, Yeah, Yeah. <laughs> and I Wanna Hold Your Hand. <laughs> and, uh, you know, Come Together. They revolutionized it, you know. Their stardom was what the Jackson 5 was gonna have down the road, you know. And. It's like, it was 
I don't know how to explain it really. They were just so amazing with their music and super talented. And, you know, they, they kind of paved the way for a lot of artists from the UK and all over to come to America and cross over into, you know, our society of music because like a lot of music, it has messages that you can relate to. You know what I mean? And that's the most important thing. And love is one of the best messages to have in the music. And, you know, I, I'm i not a huge fan of their music, but I am a fan of certain songs, you know, because you have certain artists that you're not a huge fan of, but you like a, some of their songs that catch your ear. Um, and with that, uh, even Cirque du Soleil partnered um, with the Beatles to create a show called Beatles Love, which is they tell a story using a lot of the Beatles songs and it's here in Las Vegas. I believe it is at the Mirage or you know what? No, it is not. Hang on guys. I want to get my back straight. <laughs> I want to make sure I get this right. I want to make sure I get it right here. It is at do 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 it is at funny you look up something they can't even tell you where exactly it's at my gosh it is at the Mirage okay I was right it was at the Mirage came out in 2006 uh, and it's still going on strong uh, with the Beatles we've got Bob Dylan now I knew about Bob Dylan from watching Dangerous Minds and when I started this episode when I was writing down my notes, I said, oh, yeah, Bob Dylan. I remember him. Michelle Pfeiffer's character uh, spoke about him. And, you know, um, the Dylan Dylan contest. You know, if you guys remember Dangerous Minds, you remember she was saying there was Bob Dylan, the singer, and Dylan Thomas, the poet. Hence the Dylan Dylan contest. <laughs> but anyway, Bob Dylan, he was more of a social activist with his music along with a lot of artists in that time um you know with songs like mr tambourine man which was a code for a drug dealer you know hey mr tambourine man play a song for me in the jingle jangle morning i can't sleep so in other words mr tambourine man play a song for me hey dude you got some stuff and then jingle jangle he's shaky he's high he needs a fix you know and the two songs that became anthems one of the anthems for civil rights movement was blowing in the wind and the times are changing and they were about a wide range of topics from political to social philosophical and literary influences that sparked from these songs and you know like I said the 60s they were a rough decade you know, I'm not going to get into the whole political side of it, but, you know, as far as the civil rights movement, um, you know, Martin Luther King's famous I Have a Dream speech, the um, the Rosa Parks incident on the bus in Montgomery, the diner city and boycotts, you know, so much stuff was going on. And, you know, music was a good outlet for people to, you know, express themselves and an escapism and 
with that, we had Jimi Hendrix as well. You know, famous guitar player. He was like a beast on those guitars. Oh my gosh. Hey Joe, Purple Haze, Burning of the Midnight Lamp, Little Wing. Oh, excellent, excellent songs, great songs. And I'm, as a matter of fact, I'm going to go back and listen to some of those songs as well. And it's just amazing. And then with the serious side of the 60s, we had the fun, they had the fun times. You know, I said we, but you know, they had the fun times popular dance crazes like come on baby let's do the twist you know by chubby jacker started a dance craze you know like many other dances years to come became dance craze cha-cha slide mississippi slide the country line dance cupid shuffle um the uh oh my gosh i don't know if it's called a dance you know that famous uh Hit song on my mama, on my hood, y'all know. But we ain't talking about that right now. We're talking about the 60s and 70s, so let's get back on track. <laughs> Even the locomotion by Little Eva. And of course, anybody remembers the bubblegum pop genre phase, you know. Sugar, dun 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 dun. Ah, honey, honey, dun 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 dun. <laughs> by the Archies, you know, you were my candy girl. <laughs> but with that, a company, a music record label that came out of Detroit that produced major artists that we know and love today that are musical icons. Marvin Gaye, The Supremes, Jackson 5, The Miracles, The Temptations, The Four Tops. Y'all know what I'm talking about. Motown. I feel like if we did not have Motown, we wouldn't have those artists. We wouldn't have those and so many others that came after them. Motown was the shit. And a lot of their music is still the shit. It still rocks. Like I was talking to my sister yesterday. We were saying a lot of 90s music, you know, still is still the jams. A lot of them, they are still some of our our favorite jams. And they're better than music that we have today. It's true. You know, it's true. And even with the soul music of the 60s, we had soul artists like Sam Cooke, you know, Mr. I was born by the river, you know, and Otis Redding, you got to give a little tenderness. Yeah, Chris Brown didn't sing that first, you young, you young bucks. Otis Redding sung that, okay? And Kanye and Jay-Z sampled that for their song on, um, on their dual album. And then, of course, the Godfather of Soul. You know who I'm talking about. You know, Mr. I Feel Good. And it's a man's word. James Brown. <laughs> that man started a trend that would happen years later where you can just get on a record and just start talking and saying random stuff into a beat. And it was just like, oh, my God. You know what I'm saying? Ow! feel good I knew that I would now you know it'd be so short he'd just say the same thing over and over and over you know like 
a rap artist that was not really known now you know designer you know penda 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 you know you can't understand a word he fucking says but it's catchy same thing with james brown you know he would just say i feel good all over the record and the, and the beat would be hot you know the sounds the drums the horns everything and uh along with soul music and motown you know one of the most respected country artists may he rest in peace mr johnny cash oh my gosh come on now ring of fire you know, when you're respected by, we'll say, one of the biggest names in rap game, Snoop. When Snoop Dogg says he knows about Johnny Cash, that says something. Because that means he did his research. He knows about music, you know. He knows about the music that came before him. And a lot of artists nowadays, they don't. They don't recognize the music that came before them. The artists that paved the way for them. You know, a few artists don't do that now. And it's sad. But for someone like Johnny Cash, who had hit after hit after hit songs in the country genre, and then even had a movie made about him based on his life, Walk the Line, oh my gosh, you know, it's amazing. It is amazing. And with soul and country, yeah, and pop. You know what genre we had next? Rock music. Now, I'm a, I'm a fan of rock music. Don't get me wrong. I am. I love my R&B. I love my hip-hop. I love my pop music. You know, I'm a fan of rock music. There are a few artists I can sit and listen to. And one of them I would actually go see in concert is one of the biggest rock bands that started in the 60s. Who had hits like... Jumping Jack Flash, it's like gas, 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 and I can't get new satisfaction. And I was gone too long, but I miss you. The fucking Rolling Stones, baby. Mick Jagger still kicking ass to this day. You know, without them, we wouldn't have Aerosmith and you too. You know what I'm saying? The Rolling Stones was one of the biggest, and still is, one of the biggest rock bands that came out of the music world. And I love them for that, because they have such hit songs, you know, and along with Rolling Stones, you know, we had David Bowie, and down the line in the 80s, we had Aerosmith, but it was Rolling Stones that started that, and they... Like I said, another band that revolutionized music because you have a lot of artists. They did. They had no idea that their music would transcend, transcend all the way to today, and that would have meanings and messages that people still listen to and still apply to their daily lives. I mean, the Rolling Stones was all about having fun and kick-ass music, and then you know the '60s and '70s was all about sex, drugs, and rock and roll, baby. So it, you know. With them, there would be, like I said, it would be no YouTube, no Aerosmith without them. You know, they started something, you know, and even with those, they were able to cross over into the next decade, which is the 70s. And we're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, we're going to dive into, we're going to go from the swinging 60s to the funkadelic 70s, baby. Okay, so y'all stay with me. 
gonna take a quick little commercial break and we will be right back all right y'all stay tuned Hey guys, if you love the Avengers movies just as much as I did, and not only the Avengers, but all the other Marvel movies, then go down to Treasure Island, aka TI, and check out Avengers Station, the exhibit, right here in Las Vegas. You can learn and see different artifacts and facts about stuff you didn't know about your favorite characters from the Marvel Cinematic Universe, such as Iron Man, Hulk, Captain America, Black Widow, Black Panther, and so many more. So go on down to Treasure Island, a.k.a. T.I., home of Senior Frogs, and check out Avenger Station, the exhibit. You won't be disappointed. All right, guys, we're back. And uh, like I said, now we're about to go into the psychedelic 70s. And like I said, from... Acts from the 60s that crossed over to the 70s, such as Rolling Stones, The Who, Bob Dylan, Eric Clapton. They continued their success into the 70s and beyond. But with them came along with new acts that helped the music genre of rock. And they were Black Sabbath, which had frontman Ozzy Osbourne, Led Zeppelin, and Queen Frontman Freddie Mercury, rest in peace. Kiss with the frontman we know as Mr. Tongue himself, Gene Simmons, <laughs> Errol Smith, and Van Halen. And even Tina Turner sought out success after leaving and divorcing her at the time abusive husband, rest in peace, Ike Turner, who was a great musician and a smart businessman. You know, he helped her along the way. So she do she does owe a great deal to him. But with the abuse, she had to find her way to escape. And she found her love for rock music, you know. And she saw a rising success and became, you know, like the mother of rock. And we didn't really see too many black artists pursuing rock music because it was considered black artists only sung R&B music you know they didn't really sing rock music it was taboo to them and it was foreign but she found success and with rock came disco you know and disco like I said like in the 60s it was escapism for music so disco was a huge escapism for people because we saw clubs like Studio 54, which one of the biggest clubs where, honey, any and everything went down, honey, from smoking coke, well, snorting coke, I should say, because you don't smoke it, you snort it. <laughs> don't ask me how I know. <laughs> but you had everything going on in Studio 54, from snorting coke, to having sex, to dance. I mean, you saw so many people in there, Michael Jackson, Janet Jackson, Sophia Loren, Grace Jones, Mick Jagger, you saw everybody in there. And a lot of disco artists such as Donna Summers, you know, Miss Love to Love Your Baby and Last Dance and MacArthur Park. Uh, we saw ABBA, you know, hit for Mamma Mia and Dancing Queen and Chic and the Bee Gees and even Diana Ross 
got her success in the 70s after she ventured off from the Supremes, you know, cooling the gang. And one of my favorite artists, Miss Evelyn Champagne King, honey, with from hits from Shame. Only love can be is in pain. And what you do to me is a shame. Sometimes I think I'm going insane. I'm sorry, that's my favorite song by Evelyn Champagne. <laughs> and she had the other hits like, Oh, you make my love come down. And um, give it up, you know. And, uh, yeah, she had a song called Give It Up. Not Gots to Give It Up by Marvin Gaye, but Give It Up. And, um, oh, my gosh, what's the other song? Um, oh, shoot. Shoot, I, I, I hear the beat in my head. Um, doom, 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 doom. Oh, I'm in love. And uh, Sister Sledge, you know, we are family. And many, many more artists, you know, and... Uh, you know, even Marvin Gaye had a hit song, uh, Got to Give It Up. You know, that is, to me, you you hear that song, it makes you want to get on the dance floor and do the electric slide right there throughout the whole song. You know what I mean? And it's such a cool song because you he's singing in a high falsetto, but he's really just talking about going out to a party and just having a good time and seeing a woman on the dance floor and just want to dance with her. And years down the line, years, years, years later, Aaliyah redid that song and she did a really good song too. Really good cover version. So along with them, you know, the 70s also saw the, the rise of the Jackson 5 because they were they were well known in the 60s, in the late 60s. Um, with their hits like I Want You Back and ABC and I'll Be There, Never Can Say Goodbye, Dancing Machine. But in the 70s, Michael kind of ventured off and he started his own success was hit songs like Ben about that damn rat. Ugh. I love you, Michael, but God, why do you make a song about a rat, for God's sakes? <laughs> and Gots to Be There and Off the Wall and Rock With You and Don't Stop Till You Get Enough. You know, he had a lot of hit songs and he was slowly starting to get recognition, you know. Because Off the Wall album didn't receive a Grammy. It received a nomination, but it just didn't receive um, any accolades as he wanted to. But little did he know he was coming out with an album um, in the 80s that would transcend not only the music world, but the music video world, you know? Oh, my gosh. And like I said, Dinah Ross departed from the Supremes as well with her hit songs like Upside Down, Missing You. Um, the theme from Mahogany and um, the gay anthem was we all know I'm coming out <laughs> and uh, so many other hit songs but with them those two major artists um, music would not be the same without you know Stevie Wonder I feel like because his songs uh, were about love but also had hidden messages to society you know with signs sealed delivered i'm yours and superstitious and higher ground which fun fact about that song became a cover song for another artist um well another rock band actually red hot chili peppers uh did a cover version of that song and it's a really good it's a really really good cover version i suggest you check it out definitely check it out 
Um, he had other hits like Living in the City and Isn't She Lovely? And uh, My Sherry Amore. <laughs> and like I said, James Brown crossed over into the 70s as well. And we had other bands like Sly and the Family Stone and George Clinton. Ooh, boy. And Parliament, you know, Flashlight. And then along with them, we had the OJs who came out with one of my favorite songs, Cry Together. Oh, ooh, child. You hear that song on a good night? Baby, that will get you in your feelings. Look that song up, Cry Together. Oh, my God, just the beat and everything. The, oh, mm. And then, of course, we had Gladys Knight and the Pips and Roberta Flack. And the emotions and the Commodores. And of course, the deep voice man himself of sultry music that many babies were made off of. Mr. Barry White. You know, <laughs> can't get enough of your love, babe. And um, practice what you reach. <laughs> oh my gosh. And, uh, you know, Gladys and the Pips, you know, they had hit songs too. You know, Love Overboard, which she, she did. And um, Midnight Train to Georgia. Mm, 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 mm. Yes, yes, indeedy. Yes, indeedy, baby. And even um, Patti LaBelle and LaBelle's, you know, they had song Lady Marmalade. And a lot of people don't realize, a lot of stuff Patti LaBelle and Nona Gay and uh, I forgot the other lady's name, but they were wearing costumes that were that pretty much inspired Lady Gaga's designers because they were wearing the outrageous stuff like you would see Lady Gaga wear when she first came out. LaBelle's was doing that in the 70s, y'all. The crazy hairdos and the futuristic costumes and all that. They were doing that long before. And with the 70s, we did have major deaths. Uh, we lost artists like Janis Joplin and Mahalia Jackson. Jim Morrison, uh, Jimi Hendrix, and three members of <clears throat> Leonard Skinner. And in the 70s, you know, we had American Bandstand, but there was one TV show that was made for, started out for the black audience, but became an audience for everyone to enjoy. We seen so many dancers like Rosie Perez you know start there and um, they you know started a dance craze and it was a place where people could um, showcase their music and gain recognition and get a wider audience and that show I'm talking about was by Mr. Don Cornelius rest in peace Soul Train Baby, Soul Train was the show to watch. Soul Train was the show to see what artists was premiering their new hit song. And but overall, Soul Train was the place was the show to watch to learn about the new dance moves that people were doing. And it was like one of those things where if you didn't go to the club or you couldn't find a way to the club on Saturday nights, you turn on Soul Train, and baby, your house became the club. Okay, <laughs> but. With that, this episode is a little short, um, but I promise y'all the next episodes will be longer. Um, before I end it, I need to recognize an artist who is an icon 
a just an overall music powerhouse a force to be she was a force to be reckoned with and someone you did not want to fuck with because baby she only did her shows where they had to pay her in cash okay with his songs and her amazing documentary that came out this month on the 5th titled Amazing Grace where she recorded a gospel album in a church in South Central LA shout out South Central LA y'all LA my hometown with hit songs like Natural Woman Chain 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 of Fools I Say a Little Prayer for You I Never Loved a Man the Way I Love You and Respect and my favorite song which I'm not going to tell you because you have to figure it out I'll just say it's on the Waiting to Exhale soundtrack and uh it's one of my favorite songs by her she is she was and still is the queen of soul miss aretha riri franklin baby when i tell y'all she stepped on the music scene there was nobody like her nobody no one had a voice like hers no one had the presence like her I mean, she opened her mouth when she sung Amazing Grace. Ooh, it could shake you to your core and make you feel something. And you would be like, oh my God, oh my God. (laughs) You know, as Monique would say, oh my God. I respect that woman so much because it wasn't just her music, but it was her personality. She didn't take shit from nobody, and she would read your ass. She would read your ass, honey. And she was one of those artists where she doesn't fly, you know, which is kind of sad because I think her success would have been even bigger if she went overseas and, um, you know, and did more concerts because people love her and they still love her. They adore her because she was one of the music pioneers. You know, without Aretha, we wouldn't have Fantasia and Jennifer Hudson. You know, we wouldn't have those powerhouse voices. We wouldn't have Alicia Keys and Christina Aguilera, you know. And I just want to say thank you to Miss Aretha Franklin because she, to me, is soul music. She's the queen of soul. And her music will live on and continue to live on. And honey, that funeral service is one of the biggest, longest funeral services I've seen, honey. Okay. <laughs> Y'all think Michael's service was long? Whitney's service? Nipsey Hustle? Baby. Aretha's was like an eight-hour service. Okay? Eight hours. You can go to work in the morning and come home. The funeral will still be going on. Okay? <laughs> but anyway thank you for listening you know this is part one of three or four parts of music history it might be three parts because we won't go into the 2000s too much um but this is the 60s and 70s uh this saturday we'll be talking about the 80s and the 90s and i grew up in the 90s and i was born in 1988 where hip-hop music was starting to transcend into the 90s. So I can't wait to talk about that. 
We're going to talk about a lot more major artists from the 80s, such as Michael and uh, Run DMC and so many other artists. So I thank y'all for listening. Thank you for tuning in. And uh, I guess I'll tune in with you guys next time. All right. I love you for listening. Peace out, y'all.